The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. How do you view your own success? Are you leading with compassion or are you considered ruthless? There is plenty of room for both types of leaders, but the best way to lead successfully is to balance boldness and integrity, using kindness and compassion to earn respect. Combine this with a go-getter, visionary, and aggressive drive to stay competitive. Welcome to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour with Kathy Fairbanks. We'll use the ideas heard today and in this series to help you use every advantage to achieve the best end result. Now, here's your host, Kathy Fairbanks. Welcome to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. I am your host, Kathy Fairbanks, and today we are in for a treat. We're going to be talking about one of my favorite subjects, and that has to do with the subject of financial services, specifically credit and sometimes credit repair. So our guest today is Mary Robb. And Mary, I don't want to steal her thunder. She was a former loan mortgage officer. And she is now co-owner of Covenant Credit Repair. So we're going to have Mary as our guest to take us through basically Credit Scores 101. Now, before we get to that, I want to go over what is a compassionate samurai. Compassionate samurai is not your everyday, ordinary term. It's not necessarily something that comes up during dinnertime conversation. And it's a really, really important term in life. What we're talking about is being a warrior out there in the business world and marrying that warrior-like mindset up with compassion and letting those two mindsets do a fine dance together where all of a sudden you're creating a life that is on target and one that has commitment around abundance and personal responsibility as well as knowledge and honor and trust. So this couldn't be a more relevant topic when it comes to credit repair. I know over the last decade or so, everyone has had challenges from one aspect to another, let's say A to Z, in terms of credit and what that means. It seems like the ball is always moving or that carrot is dangling right out in front of us. So I'd like Mary to get online and help us out and give us this Credit Repair 101. Welcome to the show, Mary. Hello. Thank you, Kathy. It's great to be with you. Well, it's our honor to have you with us. Now, I am curious, when I met you, you mentioned that you used to be a former loan mortgage officer. Share with me, what was your path? How did you transition and why did you transition from mortgage loan officer into your current field today? I was uh, blessed to have the opportunity to work with a bank. Um, It was all God's doing to even get me in this opportunity to work with a bank as a mortgage loan officer in uh, 2012 and 2013. And I loved my job, and I was uh, blessed to be successful at it. But 
one thing I did not like uh, was telling people they did not qualify. And, Kathy, that means not only telling maybe a young couple you don't qualify to buy your first home, but that might mean telling another couple that's been living in their home you don't even qualify to refinance the house you're living in to get a lower interest rate and to get a lower payment. So um, I found that uh, distressing, and um, I'm passionate about helping people. I have a... uh, a social work degree from uh, a few decades ago, so there's always been a passion to help people. And when I realized, you know, that we weren't, that they weren't able to get a loan through us, I called other loan officers at my bank and said, hey, who do we recommend for credit repair? Because I had done some credit repair myself after a difficult situation of divorce and bankruptcy and was shocked to find out when 12, 13 mortgage loan officers said, there's nobody that I know that I trust in that industry. And um, I realized after a short time of hearing that, that God started putting it on my heart that I needed to take a leap of faith and be the one that can help those people that are not qualifying to buy a house or refinance a house. And uh, that it was my responsibility, my personal responsibility to do that and take that responsibility on and have that commitment to be uh, an entrepreneur that saw the need for an honest affordable credit repair company, and I, uh, with the support of my husband and business partner, Greg Runnebaum, quit a salary job with benefits to take on this opportunity to, to truly help other people in need. Well, you certainly are the epitome of entrepreneur in terms of finding a need, an unfulfilled need, and matching it with a solution and creating a company that provides a beautiful solution for people who really aren't well-educated in the area of credit, whether it's personal credit or business credit. Um, I know I went to business school, and I don't recall this topic ever coming up in business school. And fortunately, coming from a financial services background, all of my education in terms of building credit came from on-the-job training through my clientele. Uh, If my clientele had certain markers, certain pay indexes, then I knew they were credit worthy. And just as an individual, that's how I figured, okay, well, there's something to this. There's a, a specific formula involved to building credit. Can you share with us, Mary, some of the key indicators that can move someone from, let's say, a poor credit score up into a good score. Um, Let's talk about some of the dynamics and the parameters that make up this credit score because it's just a score. It's not who you are, but it is something that will track you for a lifetime. Could Could you go over some parameters for us? Uh, I can, and first of all, I love what you said. It's not who you are. Um, what people don't understand about a credit score is it's literally a snapshot. It's like taking a picture at that moment in time of what is happening on your credit report. And so it is an indication of what your past payment history possibly has been, what your past, um, you know, how you used credit in the past. But the point is, is it's a snapshot in time at that moment. And um, I'm going to give you some of the what makes up a credit score and a little bit of an under, a background and definition of what that means. So 35, 35% of your score is your payment history, meaning on-time payments, late payments, etc. 30% is your debt utilization or what's called balance to available credit. 
if someone learns nothing more from today that, than this, sometimes that is a key factor in helping to increase a credit score because the industry standard says that there's a major threshold of, of a 25 to 30% um, uh, 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 25 to 30% balance to available credit is a big part of what your score is. So oftentimes, sometimes people will come to us and we'll do a credit repair um, analysis for them and look at their score, their reports, and find out all they need to do is to pay some of those credit cards down to that magic threshold of 25 to 30%. And again, the lower the better. Um, 15% of your score is the length of your credit history. One thing that a lot of people do is that they think, well, I'm not using that credit card anymore. I'm just going to cancel it. Well, when you cancel an old existing credit card, you've just eliminated what would be a good average length of how long you've had credit. So we tell people not to necessarily uh, close down credit cards that they're no longer using because that's 15% of the score. Uh, 10% is the type of credit that you have. Do you have a mortgage? Do you have a car payment? Do you have an installment loan? If a lot of your credit report is made up of finance companies like payday loans and quick finance, that's a, that's a negative indicator for someone and that they need to have a better balance of good types of uh, financial risks, such as a car, a, a mortgage, an installment payment. And then 10% is the inquiries. And by that, I mean, how often are you asking, as a consumer, asking to get new credit? Um, one thing that a lot of people don't realize and something I'll set hopefully some people's mind at ease at is when you go out and, and shop for a car, for example, if you're at the dealership, they may run your credit report and do what's called shotgun, meaning they'll send it out to several different financial institutions. So it might appear as if you've asked for credit from 10, 12 different financial institutions, but in the real world of the credit reporting industries they and the credit bureaus, they know that you're shopping for a car. And that in that situation of shopping for a car or shopping for a mortgage and a home interest rate for financing, when those are done within a 30 to 45-day period, those are all considered basically kind of the same hit. So that's an indication. But, you know, if a person is constantly going out and getting new credit, then they need to be careful because that can affect their score as well. So it's really a balance, and everybody's got a different fingerprint, a different DNA, a different uh, situation of what their past has been, what their current situation is, and what they can do in the future to uh, repair or increase their scores. All and- right. Wonderful. Um, I want to dive a little bit deeper in each one of these categories, but something came top of mind for me because I've always been puzzled why my credit score is a little bit different than my husband's credit score. We've been married 28 years. We've had one major checking account and savings account and all of our resources are pulled. So what would be some of the things that can create different scores within partners. Well, and to set it, uh, set it mind what you just said is your checking account, your savings account, your salary, those types of things are not um, on a person's credit report. Those things are not on there. All that's on there is past financial uh, choices, for example, that mortgage, that car, etc. So I guess one of the questions I would ask is that do you have everything tied together 
or is there the possibility of um, of that maybe you have one credit card that he doesn't have and he has a credit card that you don't have? If you're not listed on everything absolutely together, then that sometimes can be an indicator. Okay, that makes sense. And I think student loans could also oh. have, mm-hmm. have gone, I mean, we're talking decades ago, but that could have impacted either of us in a way that we wouldn't, wouldn't have known nor would we have shared, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's correct. And here's an important part of what you're talking about. This is a shocking statistic. 79% of all credit reports, this is a national study that was done a few years ago, 79% of all credit reports have errors, incorrect information. Of those 79%, 25% had serious enough errors to cause credit denial. So simple math, one in five people on an average is going to get denied credit, which means they're going to have a different score. For example, you and your husband could have different scores because of inaccuracies on your report. So it's, you know, that's one of the biggest factors. And some of our clients, it's, it's shocking to them when we do a complimentary review of their report, how oftentimes they'll say, that's not mine, that's inaccurate, that's old, that's not mine, that's my son's, that's my dad's. Um, for example, we had a client, and this is a, a very uh, extreme example, but true, we had a client that had um, a similar name. I'm going to use your name, Kathy, if you don't mind. Um, sure. Kathy Fairbanks versus Kathy Fairbank. So okay. one letter off, Kathy Fairbank versus Kathy Fairbanks, living in a similar town. I mean, living, excuse me, similar names, living in the same town, and 35 incorrect poor credit information was on one person's report, Kathy Fairbanks' report. So the other person's junk and, and, and bad information and, and, and poor credit was showing up on our client's uh, credit report. They've spent many, many years not understanding why they had a bad credit score until they went to try to go buy a home, and a mortgage loan officer pulled their credit report, and as they started looking at it, realized that so much of that information was not theirs. Luckily, that mortgage loan officer knew me, trusted me, and referred them to us, and these people have now been uh, pre-approved to buy a home, they, they called us crying, basically saying, we went to go buy a car, and for the first time in many, many years, we're told, you have excellent credit, let's move on. I mean, this, having a good credit score can be life-changing in, um, in just how you live your life. And, of course. And, yeah, and an of example course. of that, an example of that, if you don't mind, is I'm going to give you some statistics on a good credit score versus a bad credit score, if, if you don't mind me going on to give an example of the... That would be absolutely fantastic. What we're going to do first is take a break. And then when we come back, we're going to hear some, let's, let's call it the good, the bad, the ugly of the credit scores and what those numbers really represent and what the result to you really is. You've been listening to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour with your host, Kathy Fairbanks. Stay tuned for more. Today, enterprise technology is both strategic and global. Each week on CIO Talk Radio, IT thought leaders from around the world share their experiences with listeners as they discuss with Sunjog All how they are trimming costs and partnering with business to innovate and help IT become more competitive. This means better care for customers and improves the corporate bottom line. 
If you want to keep up with IT thought leadership, listen to CIO Talk Radio with Sunjoke All every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel, the bottom line in business talk. Are you a business leader or executive that wants to achieve more? Not just in it for profit, but to do work you find meaningful that adds more value to more people in more ways. Listen for the Business Elevation Show with host Chris Cooper. You'll hear from successful achievers from around the world with the passion and experience to offer invaluable guidance. The Business Elevation Show can be heard live on Fridays at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time, usually 4 p.m. U.K., on the Voice America Business Channel. Be more. Achieve more. If you want to learn how to be a better leader, increase your level of business performance, and motivate your team and organization more effectively, listen for Performing at Your Best, Mindset Evolution with Luis Vicente Garcia. Luis Vicente and his guests will share their expertise and enthusiasm in helping you to succeed. It's combining that drive with business skills that will do just that. Tune in live every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. listening to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. To reach Kathy Fairbanks or her guest today, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. If you'd rather send an email, the email address is kathy at com. Now, back to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. Welcome back to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. I am your host, Kathy Fairbanks, and today we are talking to expert Mary Robb. And Mary's expertise is really in the area of credit repair. She has a robust team with her company in Texas, and they know all the ins and outs of how to ethically repair your credit. Just before break, we were talking about the areas and the fundamentals that really impact what your credit score is made of. And remember, your credit score is not who you are. It's just that snapshot in time. So we're going to hear from Mary about what happens when your payment history and your balance to available credit, as well as the length of your credit history, as well as the type and the number of inquiries you make, how that comes up with a formula of what your score is and whatever that score is, how it compares and contrasts from a good score to a not so good score and what that means you're paying out on a monthly basis for various expenditures. Mary, welcome back. Thank you. I, I love that segue of what you're paying out and how your credit scores uh, affect your, your monthly payments. I'm going to just dive right in here and give some scary statistics. Um, here's an example of a car loan, and then I'll do a mortgage. I do the car first because it's a little bit more uh, frightening. But uh, the average price for a car in the United States is $32,000. Now, I say because we live in Texas, that's you know typically a much higher number because Texans love their trucks and their SUVs. <laughs> but, but the reality is let's go with the $32,000 number. Um, the difference between a 20% loan on a car, and they're out there, 20, 20, 22, 23% interest rates on a car versus a 4% interest rate on that $32,000 car over five years. The scary part is, is that that 20% interest rate is going to pay $15,500 more 
in interest than the 4%. So what I'm saying is not $15,500 total, $15,500 more in interest in five years, and that equates to a $258 higher monthly payment. Let's use, for example, that there's two cars in that garage, and they both are at that 20%. Those two cars in that garage at a poor credit score and a higher interest rate equals $516 a month. So that's a pretty scary statistic. You go back into the mortgage and the home financing world, a 6% home finance versus a 4% home finance on an average home in the United States of $200,000 over a 30-year mortgage, you're talking about paying $88,000 more in interest over 30 years, and you're talking about $245 in higher monthly payments. Let's take that couple that's got two cars in the garage and that higher monthly payment, and you're talking about $761 more a month or $9,000 a year in the difference between a good credit score and a poor credit score. $9,000 a year, that's like giving yourself a raise to put towards whatever else you want, whether that's your retirement, your children's college, uh, traveling, whatever it is, but that's basically $9,000 in wasted money just because of higher interest rates that are due to lower credit scores. Well, when I hear those kind of numbers and with compounding interest, what you're talking about over a 30-year period of time are several millions of dollars. Um, Just with a 10% interest rate, you're talking about millions of dollars over 30 years of time. And that's astounding. So, Mary, I think... there would be a lot of people in the same boat knowing, all right, my, my credit score is less than stellar. I didn't realize maybe all of the parameters or how important it is to, to pay on time. Let's, let's talk about that. When it comes to payment history, how critical, I mean, that, that looked to be the biggest bucket right there. 35% is your payment history. It's obvious. Yeah, you must pay every single bill on time. Correct. And one of the biggest impacts, most mortgage uh, loan officers, banks would tell you that even if you, for example, are living in a home currently and you want to buy another home, if you've had one late payment in the last 12 months, they very well likely won't even look at you. So paying a mortgage on time is critical. I mean, that's just, those are critical factors of paying anything on time. Can, a late payment can be 25 to 50 points. Um, a collection can be 50 to 100 points negative. A public record, such as a, uh, a bankruptcy, a foreclosure, a judgment, a repossession, anything that's considered a public record that's in the court systems, those can be significant such as a hundred dollars, excuse me, a hundred points decrease. So oftentimes we might have someone that, that comes to us and says, I, I wasn't even aware of that, that that was a situation that I even had was that, uh, that I had a, a past judgment on there, didn't know about it, or it's maybe been paid and the courts have not cleared it yet. So those are the things that we can help someone and get significant increases in a very short amount of time because they're not aware of how to go about doing that. And, and let me clarify something. Um, when I say that, one of the things that sets Covenant Credit Repair apart is that we, are, we operate by CROA, which is the Credit Repair 
Organization Act, meaning one of the things we tell our clients in person, on our price sheets, on our website, on our contracts, you can do credit repair yourself. So those people that get um, harassed or high-pressured into it, those are people you should run from. Those are not credible, honest, ethical, legal credit repair companies. So we can go into what CROA is later if you have more time and, and have an interest in that. But, you know, being a Credit Repair Organization Act compliant company means we're set up to operate legally. And um, quite honestly, the reason the name the, co- the name of the company is called Covenant Credit Repair is it's a covenant relationship between me and my clients and my staff and anybody that refers us business, such as mortgage loan officers, that we will be an honest, ethical company. So there's a big difference between us and those people that are out for business and just willing to take people's money but not really be there to help them through the process. Got it. Now, alarms are going off in my head head right now because what I'm realizing is your credit score is affecting many, many of the decisions that you get to make in life. It's your freedom, it's your liberty, it's that financial liberty that you're you're looking to to have. But I'm also realizing your credit score also impacts your mor- mortgage broker, your real estate person. Your, there, there are many, many dominoes as to whether or not you get approved for a credit line or not. What are some of the dominoes in, in other industries that are impacted um, with a higher credit, credit score versus the lower? Well, for example, even something like a utility bill. I mean, it, there's a lot of times you're going to pay a higher uh, down payment or uh, a down payment or higher b- bill just on a utility bill for your electricity. Um, your auto uh, insurance premiums are higher. If you I mean, if you're higher payments, if you have a lower credit score, your homeowner's insurance. Here's an example that somebody, I stood up and did a presentation, and um, an insurance agent stood up right after me and said, she's correct. I, uh, I ran somebody's um, homeowner's insurance not knowing what their credit score was, and I did worst-case scenario. And when I found out what the person's credit uh, score was, it was a $400 a year savings just in her homeowner's insurance. And you also have to realize there are people out there that cannot get a job. If there is inaccurate information or poor credit choices on your credit report, I don't know if you know this, but it's not unusual for somebody in the police academy and or fire academy, they have to have a, a, a good credit report and a good credit score. I know somebody that was all set up to start working at a casino, and when they ran their credit report, found out that they weren't going to be able to work at that casino because there was inaccurate information on her report, you know, stating that she had done, her scores were wrong or that there was a judgment, but something was wrong and inaccurate. So even in the state of Texas, I had somebody tell me they couldn't get a gun license because there was something inaccurate and incorrect on their credit report. So when you say freedoms, you're talking about not only financial freedoms, but employment opportunities. And, um, and like I said, in the state of Texas, the, the right to bear arms. So it, it's, it's affecting people more than you realize. Well, and what I'm hearing is, regardless of what your credit score is, you want to check out, get the the multi-page printout and read very much with a fine-tooth comb everything that's going on with your credit 
report. I, I know when we were doing home buying, um, we had information on there that, as you say, 79% of it is inaccurate. We had a lot of old data that had nothing to do with anything. Actually had a car payment from 10 years ago. I mean, the, the vehicle had been paid off 10 years ago, sold, but it was still showing up as a regular monthly payment that we would have been responsible for. And it just didn't exist. So check it, whether it's a high score, low score, medium score, you always want to be in that checking category. And one of the things you just said brought to mind with my mortgage loan officer background, what's called DTI, your debt to income ratio. When you want to try to buy a home or a car, it's not just about what your credit score is. It's also the debt to income ratio, your ability to pay off your existing debts with the income that you have. And if, for example, that was a $500 a month car payment and that was not corrected, that's going to affect your debt-to-income ratio. You could have been disqualified to buy a home, possibly, because it's showing that you owe $500 more to a car financing company that you don't own, that you don't owe, and that's technically $500 more that could go towards that new mortgage opportunity. Does that make sense? Makes perfectly good sense. And, and now that I'm reflecting back, there was at one time, this was the first time we were buying a home. Um, there was an old college loan that my husband had long since paid off. It was mm-hmm. maybe a $2,500 loan, but it was showing that it was outstanding and never paid for. We literally had to, to get proof and documentation and, and really clean that up. But we had no way of knowing until we looked at that deeper file that that kind of information was either even on our report, um, and we were young. We were in our early twenties. We didn't we didn't know anything about this. Well, and the other part to, to keep in mind is being young and in your early twenties is one thing, but we have clients that are middle aged with college degrees, and mm-hmm. they don't have either they don't have the time or the knowledge of what to do in terms of credit repair. So our uh, our clientele it crosses all socioeconomic backgrounds and um educational backgrounds and here's the key factor that i want to say um that people need to understand by law the information on your credit report must be accurate timely and verifiable if it is inaccurate untimely and unverifiable by law that cannot be on your credit report and that's some of the stuff that you have to do that you did yourself but that's a, a majority of the way we spend our time. Um, so many of our clients, like I said, will say, that's inaccurate, that's not mine, that's old, that's paid off. Well, that snapshot that we were talking about, that's a blurry snapshot. That's inaccurate. That's old data. So it's important to us, one of the roles that we play is, it's very important to us is that it's an accurate timely, verifiable report, because that's what the mortgage loan officer or even a car dealer is going to want to see. They're going to want to see the scores and the correct information on there, not inaccurate information. Fantastic. Well, let's take a break. And when we come back, let's talk about the things that you and your organization can do. Where do where's your point A? Where do you start to rebuild a credit or amp up your credit? And how does that translate into the entrepreneur? or small small business mindset as well. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour with Kathy Fairbanks.
What is the Serve Hour? Well, to start, it's a different kind of listening experience. It's one that involves you. Host Jim Blackburn and his engaging guests in some very provocative and opinion-shaping conversations you'll hear and be invited to participate in that will challenge traditional beliefs about management and today's workplace. Also, these conversations will help you look at yourself and your work differently. Make it your business to tune into Voice America Business for The Serve Hour, live every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time. It will shake you awake. If you are a beginning or aspiring entrepreneur, have you thought about a coach or mentor? For instance, think about sports figures who have successfully become entrepreneurs and leaders in business. They started out with a coach in their respective sport, and many work with a coach today to help them continue to achieve their goals. Listen for ESCN with host Michael Dawson and co-host Angelia Hobson and Diane Daniels. Tune in Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central, and 7 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Business and rebroadcasts on Voice America Sports. Do you need directions to solid financial future? If so, the Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern for the Money Answer Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You are listening to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. To reach Kathy Fairbanks or her guest today, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. If you'd rather send an email, the email address is kathy at CompassionateSamuraiShow.com. Now, back to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. Welcome back to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. I'm your host, Kathy Fairbanks, and we're chatting with Mary Robb. Mary's expertise is in that of credit repair. And I know 2008 took a lot of people out where all of a sudden they had good or stellar credit ratings, and all of a sudden it didn't look quite as good as it used to look. Now, Mary, when we checked your website and I got to know you just a little bit better, I was very... Very impressed and delighted to see that you have a BBB accredited business rating on your website. Can you share with the audience what that means and why it's so important, especially in this field and industry that you work in? And I appreciate you say this field and industry. Unfortunately, the credit repair industry does have a negative reputation, uh, an unscrupulous um, business. And that's what sets us apart, and that's why I got into the business. Um, if you go to the BBB, which is the Better Business Bureau, nationwide, USA and Canada, there are over 2,200 credit repair firms that are listed. And you have to be in business for at least a year to even be on the BBB. So um, as of September of 2015, like I said, 2,200 credit repair firms, we're one of 45 in all the USA and Canada that is BBB accredited, and we're one of 
eight in the state of Texas where we are headquartered. And that's, I mean, you can do the math on that. You're, you're a math person. You know, 45 out of 2,200, that's a pretty small number of us that are BBB accredited. And, and what that basically means is we set ourselves apart with different standards um, and that we have given our contracts, our pricing, anything that a client sees and a client signs has been given to the, the Better Business Bureau, and they have reviewed that in detail and come back to find out that we are operating legally, which gets back to that CROA, Credit Repair Organization Act. We are an LLC. We have a surety bond. Um, we tell people clearly what the costs of our services are and the explanation of the expectations of what is going to be done. We provide consumers with the right that they can do credit repair themselves. We do monthly installments. We don't charge an exorbitant amount of money up front. It saddens me to hear how often we hear people say they paid two and $3,000 up front and mm-hmm. got absolutely no response, no change in their credit score. So, you know, we're just a, we're a different kind of credit repair company. That's one of the things I say is we are a different kind of credit repair company and our goal is to change people's lives for generations to come. I love how that corresponds with the Compassionate Samurai mindset. We actually met uh, while you were a student at Clemmer and Associates. And, and it's that leadership training that makes all the difference in the world. And um, I would think allows you and your team to really walk the talk of being a Compassionate Samurai. Yes, and I'd like to focus in on a couple of the qualities, if you don't mind, of the Compassionate Samurai. Um, one of the things that really hit me was the contribution, and that is the quote that's given by Winston Churchill is, we make a living by what we get. We make a life by what we give. And I feel like my husband and business partner, Greg Runnebaum, and I and our staff, which is an amazing staff of five other people, so a team of seven we're all so passionate about giving people the opportunity to have new and better lives by our services of credit repair. So that's one of the big things. Um, personal responsibility is also uh, one of the qualities of a compassionate samurai. I felt a personal responsibility to create and, and, and build this business, but it's also a client's or a consumer's personal responsibility to be aware of what their credit scores are, it affects everything that they do more than they realize. But the personal responsibility to check those scores at least once a month, and if they need help, they need to go to an honest, ethical firm that's got honor and trust and knowledge. Again, more compassionate samurai characteristics. Focus, the focus to work on the problem for you. In our busy lives, people are so distracted by their jobs or their their families, they don't have the time and the energy to focus and they don't have the knowledge that we have to, to help someone with building their credit scores and repairing their credit repair, repairing their scores. So, you know, so much of, of that is, um, again, based on another quality, which is abundance. We all want to have an abundant life and a way to have an abundant life is quite honestly to have a better credit score and peace of mind. You know, there's a, there's a peace of mind of having a better credit score. 
Right. I've met people where they've looked looked me in the eye and, and they've just commented about how much they're losing sleep over their financial situation. And one of the things that I stumbled across as I was doing a little research for this particular show is a blog that my favorite blogger ever, Seth Godin, did. And it's called The Easy Ride. So I want to share with the listeners out there about The Easy Ride because you talked about personal responsibility. Mary. Mm -hmm. And this is about stepping up to being personally responsible for your own score. Mm -hmm. So here, here goes the easy ride. We know what you want to accomplish. We know how you'd like everything to turn out. The real question is, what are you willing to push through the dip for? (laughs) What are you willing to stand up for, bleed for, commit to, and generally be unreasonable about? So thank you, Seth Godin, because I think that that particular blog that he wrote overlays the viewpoint, the mindset of picking up the pieces and being personally responsible for your fiscal checkbook and doing the things and taking action because it doesn't seem like it, it, what I loved hearing you say, Mary, at the beginning of the show, your credit score is merely a snapshot in time. It doesn't have to dog you for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. It's a fixable, fixable, workable opportunity to grow, correct? Absolutely. And I'm going to stress again the word focus because that's something that you kind of stressed on with your quotes from the easy ride is um, the ability to direct your attention and efforts at an activity for a desired direction or object without being distracted. If your goal is to buy a home, if your goal is to buy a car, you you got to step up to the plate. And I will tell you that our biggest successes in credit repair are those people that are engaged in the process with us. If someone comes on board with us, we stress to them over and over, you've got to be engaged in the process. We'll do the majority of the work, but you have to be engaged in the process. If we encourage you to pay down certain credit cards, if we tell you you've got to pay off some tax liens or some judgments, we're here with the expertise and the knowledge to guide you through the process, but there comes a point where we can only do so much of the work. And quite honestly, Kathy, there'll be times when someone will say, I can't really afford credit repair. Well, with the statistics and the financial information that I gave you earlier, you mm-hmm. can't afford not to. Right. Have, right. You can't afford not to have your credit fixed. And, I, and I'm happy to say that there are several um, testimonies on our um, BBB uh, website that, that show and state that people have said, this company has saved me thousands and thousands of dollars. And what I've paid them is pennies on the dollars for not only short-term, but long-term financial, um, you know, interest payments. So it's, um, you know, it's one of those things where, like you said, if someone says I can't afford it, well, the other part of focus is tell me what you pay attention to, and that, I'll tell you where your, your focus is at. So, you know, if you really want that home, you might not need to eat out as often. You might not need that coffee from that expensive coffee shop you and I both know about. So we, people mm-hmm. make choices every day, and they don't realize how quickly they spend 75 to 100 to $200 a month on things that they've just become accustomed to. What do you want? What are your goals? What are you willing to step up to the plate and sacrifice for the short-term and the long-term, long-term goals of what's best for you individually and for your family? 
I love that. I'm reflecting back on when we were saving for our first home. We made a commitment that we would brown bag every single lunch. And we did that for a year. And we lived off of our salaries. And I was in a commission position at that particular time. And we didn't touch one penny of the commission checks that were coming in. So just living off the salary, brown bagging, allowed us to save enough money uh, at 28 years old to buy our very first home. And it was a smaller down payment, but it was our down payment. And there was a lot of pride with that. So Mary, share with us, is there a particular application process that your clients, let's talk about who your potential clients, who are your best clients and where can you do the most good? And is there an application process in order to work with you or find out more about you? Uh, in terms of a clientele, it really is anybody that has not looked at their credit report for a long time. That's, that's a key factor. Um, a higher priority would probably be someone whose goals are, I want to buy that first home or I want to buy a car at a better interest rate. Those people have a more of an immediacy of, I want something now or within the next six months to a year. Um, the process to go through is that we offer a complimentary review of a TriMerge report. I know companies out there that charge 200 to $250 for someone to spend the time reviewing that report. We take the time with our prospects to do that either over the phone or in our offices. Either one is, is very easy to be done, but we do a line-by-line analysis of what is yours. What, is this yours? Is this correct? Is this inaccurate? Are you willing to pay this off? You know, it's every person's situation is unique. And once we've done that complimentary analysis, that's when we're able to find out what is the cost of our services. We don't have a flat rate for everybody in a one-size-fits-all. It's important to us that it fits that, that person's specific, unique situation and really fits their budget. So once we do the complimentary review, we have an idea of the number of issues and the complexity of the issues. And that's when we come up for a price plan specific to that client. All right. Now, I know I one of the questions that I asked you was, does your work in your field offer a satisfaction guarantee? And the reason I asked that at Clemmer and Associates Leadership Seminars, all of our work, whether it's corporate or whether it's to the general public, we offer at our first level of leadership seminars a satisfaction guarantee. So speak to that, if you would, in your particular field, because I know it's a little bit different. Different is exactly right. I appreciate that you are aware of that. It is actually illegal to promise or guarantee any results. And that sounds bizarre for someone to say because it's, you know, everybody wants the guarantee. But because of the, I'm going to use the word predatory and unscrupulous behavior of this industry in the past, then that is why CROA was created. The Credit Repair Organization Act is created to protect the consumer. When someone who is desperate to buy that home or buy that car and they're desperate for results, when they hear the words guarantee, they're willing to throw money at the situation thinking it's going to be fixed. Well, sadly, those are the ones you need to run from. So anybody that's promising any guarantee of results is not operating under CROA, which is a federal act. What we do offer is a refund 
No one's ever asked for one, I'm happy to say, but Mm. we have a strict refund policy that if you feel like you haven't gotten the results that you need from us, then we will go through the processes of figuring out, you know, what we've done for you versus what your expectations were. So it's a strict refund policy, but we do offer it. And again, we've been in business for two and a half years, and I'm thankful that no one's asked for a refund. Instead, you know, we've got people putting great testimonies on the BBB and and to that note, I'll say we have the highest number of positive reviews in the state of Texas, mm-hmm. and we have the second highest number of positive reviews through all, throughout all the United States and Canada. So for a, a new company of only two and a half years, we're out here and we're making a difference because we're all about results, and we're not going to take a client on that we don't think that we have a very good chance of helping them increase their scores. Well, I love the integrity that's embedded within what you do and the partnership that you're developing with your clients. What I'd like to do now is let's head out to break. And there's a couple of questions that I want to make sure that we get in. And that is how to support and serve the younger generation. So we'll take a short break. You're listening to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour with Kathy Fairbanks. Stay tuned for more. Does your business, like many, face obstacles to becoming successful? Would you love to have an open forum of entrepreneurial ideas and best practices brought to you each week? Tune in for The Second Stage with hosts Brendan Anderson and Jeffrey Cadlick. We'll spotlight entrepreneurs and growing companies that are creating a vibrant economic base, as well as addressing some of the obstacles that could be standing in the way of your success. Listen Mondays at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Effective leadership is what will propel the world, organizations, and businesses through a range of dynamic changes. How do you keep up with these changes, build skills, and lead effectively? Listen for Innovative Leaders Driving Thriving Organizations with Maureen Metcalf. Maureen offers tools and engaging guests who are leaders in their field. With each week, you'll work on and improve your skills to lead with confidence and drive your organization's success. Tune in every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Business. You are listening to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. To reach Kathy Fairbanks or her guest today, please call into our program at 1 866 472 5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. If you'd rather send an email, the email address is kathy at CompassionateSamuraiShow.com. Now, back to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. Welcome back to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. I am your host, Kathy Fairbanks, and with us today is credit repair expert, Mary Robb. And Mary, right before we went to break, one of the questions that I wanted to make sure that we fit in today is how do we serve this new next generation, these teenagers that we have in the household or maybe even young college-age folks, in order to let them step into an abundant mindset but also a personally responsible mindset when it comes to building credit. So what would be some of the best tools that a teen or college-age student could pick up along the way? Well, one of the fastest ways um, that 
a child can build credit or a young adult can build credit is to be uh, able to use a credit card. And oftentimes that might mean that the parents need to add them as an authorized user, either to an existing credit card or to a new credit card. But they need to make sure to ask the important question, if I have an authorized user, will their information be, will my payment history be put on their credit report under their social security number. So that's a key factor. Um, that's, uh, you don't have to give the child a credit card. So it's, it's really more a matter of piggybacking on, on the parent's um, credit history. Another thing that some companies do are what are called secured credit cards that's offered at your bank, or you can find those at some credible places on the Internet. Um, some banks also offer what are called CD-secured loans. I have had a vice president of a bank tell me that what he did for his high school and college students was to get a CD secured loan. So you put money up for a CD, you get a loan against that, you make payments against that loan, or the bank will set up a separate savings account to automatically make those payments. And within six months, that person's um, credit scores are increasing, and they'll take that same inter- they'll take that same loan and use it over and over. And by the time his children graduated from college, they had seven hundred plus credit scores. And let me clarify something real quick about a credit score. Sometimes a credit score is low because it's a thin file with no credit, not bad credit, but no credit. So what you're saying is important. Children and young adults need to get credit and be responsible with those credits. And oftentimes at college, they have that opportunity, but they need to be responsible with those payments. That makes sense. And I realized that um, our, when our daughter graduated from college, she was very interested in, in getting a new car and knew how much on um, monthly payments she could afford. And she wanted to do this solo in her own name. And she paid a little bit more money in order to just not have us as co-signers, but she made it happen. And it's really been quite a benefit for her because all the payments are timely and she you know, utilized a car payment to help establish credit because, as you said, her file was very, very thin, and she was very puzzled. But wait, Mom, I've never paid one bill ever late, and that really wasn't her issue. It was that very, very thin credit file that she was working against. Exactly. All right. Now, Mary, how? what's the best way for, for people to get in touch? And are you open to a- having a few folks who've listened today? They may have a few questions. We, I'm sure they'll have questions that we didn't get covered today. Are you open to taking questions after the show's over? Sure, absolutely. Beautiful. So what's the best way for folks to get in touch with you? Maybe a phone number, or email, website? Absolutely. Our office number is 817-441. 5030. Again, that's 817-441-5030. Our website is www.covenantcreditrepair.com and or you can go to info at covenantcreditrepair.com. Again, info at covenantcreditrepair.com. And let me clarify, if someone calls the office and I'm not available, Please, because I'm out doing a, a lot of marketing. I'm out and about developing relationships with mortgage loan officers and real estate agents and car dealerships. I'm, those are referral sources that send us prospects. So they can call the office, and if I'm not available, they can ask to speak to anyone there that know the basics of what we do 
and can help them with that complimentary review of their credit report if that's something that they want to do. That is absolutely fantastic. Mary, you've provided a lot of information. Let's call this Credit Repair 101. I feel like I've been through a a one-month professor lecture. I love it. I absolutely love it. Thank you for providing uh, the gift to our listeners in terms of going through a line-by-line credit report and, and knowing whether or not there's a reason to work together. And I encourage all of our listeners to take Mary up on that offer. You have been listening to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour with your grateful host, Kathy Fairbanks. We look forward to having you on the show again. Bye now. Thank you for tuning into our show. You can hear the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour live every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Until next week's show, be sure to take action and create your own success. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.